Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We're back. It's uh, week 17, it seems like, of the lockdown, but we're still <laughs> here. Um, I'm your host, Ross, and with me is Dave. Oh, you're right. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, still working uh, away? Yeah, yeah. Been really busy today. Yeah. <laughs> April spending money every Easter for some reason. Don't know what's going on, but I mean, I'll take it. But God, it's, it's not fun when you basically run a business on your own. <laughs> There's yeah. normally like three people. I can imagine, yeah. I got a phone call from my new job saying, telling me that I now don't need to start until June. So, oh, bit of time off. Yeah, another two months off. I just wish the golf courses were open. It'd be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. All this time. So, people don't know my business is a golf business. So, yeah, I'll uh, happily take the golf courses open up. Yeah, I'd imagine it'd be one of the first things to come back because of sort of the way it is. You I can don't think easily social distance while you're playing golf, can't you? Yeah, you could definitely do it right now, but yeah, I, mean, like, I get why they're closed. Don't get me wrong, but you could uh, yes. you could do it now and sort of conform to all the rules. So yeah, I'd have thought it'd be the first one of the first things back. Probably one yeah. of the first sports to watch as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if that comes back, one of the big uh, big events comes back, that'd be great. Just something yeah. to watch. Well, it's supposed to be Master Sunday, wasn't it, the weekend? So yeah, disappointing, wasn't it? I watched the recaps yeah. of like oh nine, I think it was. That was on Sky. Yeah, that sort of hit me hard, really, and I'm <laughs> locked down and missing sport. Football hasn't been too bad, like as in soccer. But uh, no, I've been I've been quite thankful of the break because it was getting so yeah. of, the pressure on Leeds was getting so much that it was like, affecting my life outside of actually watching football. And like NFL was sort of carried on pretty much as normal. Obviously, it's a little bit weird, but yeah, in terms of the things, all the stuff on the calendars pretty much happened that that you would actually pay much attention to sort of happened. It's uh slowed the news down a bit, which has been a bit tough for some of these sort of yeah. podcasts but um, yeah it's uh, oh no it's not too different is it but no the off yeah, season's so. kind of rumbling along as it normally does but yeah we've adapted we've been releasing mock drafts all week guys yeah. in the podcast have been doing their own versions of the mocks they've been fun to yeah. listen to yeah, behind the scenes we've got one coming along that oh. will be ready soon excellent we've been uh, fancy drafting in leagues we've been setting up quizzes Dave's doing a golf quiz and an NFL quiz in the next week or so yeah on Saturday and Sunday um, Friday and Saturday even Friday yes Saturday. Yeah, yeah, if you want to get involved, that we'll give you the links in the show. Um, it's like they are free, but a, a small donation for charity is uh, is very welcome. Yeah, even if it's fifty p, even if it's like ten p, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> if yeah. anything you could spare, like I know that it's not the easiest time for everyone and all these things, but anything you can spare because they're all for pretty good causes. And yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, let's start with the news. And the guy that could spare ten uh, p is Christian McCaffrey. He's just signed <laughs> a new Whopper contract, sixty-four million dollar extension, four-year deal, um, making him the highest-paid running back in football. Call him a running back to does him some disservice, almost. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, offensive weapon for them, isn't he? Really? Yeah, but that's part of that. I. Yeah, I'm not on board with this one. Uh, no, if anyone follows our Twitter, we'll have seen a tweet last night, just after this deal was announced, which uh, Dave is responsible for. How many touches has he had almost in three years? Almost a thousand. I can't remember the exact numbers. It's about no, I feel like it's like nine fifty plus in his first yeah, year. He did. He, he was. A, he returned a few punts and kicks. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely for a three-year career, he's there's not many people that have touched the ball as many times as he has in three years that aren't quarterbacks. Right? No, so, he's twenty-three years old as well. I mean, yeah, it's going to hit him at some point, isn't it? Well, and as well, when you look at him all these years, he's bulked up so much since yeah, he's been huge, in the league, yeah. which is great, but I don't think it's necessarily his natural frame, which I don't think no. helps people. And yeah, for me, he is somebody that's primed to just all of a sudden break down. And hopefully that doesn't happen because I mean, he's one of the most fun players in the league to watch. Yeah. But 
yeah, for me, that I just, I don't know, someone that's had that many touches over such a short career, I mean, I don't want to touch them at all. And I get why the Panthers have. They've lost basically all their name brand stars, haven't they? Yeah, in they have to, times, don't they? But pff, this, this feels like, them. yeah. It, it, I haven't seen the guarantees and stuff like that, so I can't say for sure. But this feels like one of them deals in two, three years' time that they're definitely going to regret. And you're going to look back on and think, God, that was a real bad deal. But hopefully it does work out for them because if it does work out, it means McCaffrey's still playing and doing well, which is only a good thing for fans of the league. But yeah, definitely. I don't think the, I don't think it's uh, the favourite favourite outcome. <laughs> no, it's. It is a massive deal, um, and yeah, running back deals. The, well, the guys that have these deals, it, it's not worked out. I say Todd Gurley's still like he's now a Falcon, but he's still saying that the, the Rams owe him seven and a half million dollars that he wants because he's, he's that's part of his deal. And yeah, Melvin Gordon can't couldn't find a team for a long time because of how much he wanted. And at best, I think these deals work out that they're not terrible, which yeah. is like you're hoping that this isn't a disaster when you're giving this deal out. Which mm. I mean. Yeah, we like who like who are the biggest paid players are Elliot. I mean, he, he yeah, was fine was last year. Yeah. Um, Bell's up on a pretty big deal. Yep. I don't think the Jets would necessarily do that one again <laughs> if they could. And, no. Well, obviously the Rams wouldn't have with Gurley and I'm losing track of all the other players in the league. David Johnson. Um, well, yeah, exactly. The Texans obviously wanted to take on that deal, but you know, it's uh, these deals. They're just the best you can hope for is that they just don't kill you, which yeah. is not what you should be doing. I don't think it's a good use of the salary cap. I don't think it's a good use of anything, really. But no. teams keep doing them. Um, they will keep doing them. So I do get it. He is a star and he is I mean, he is the face of the um, franchise now. But oh, it's a lot of money and a lot. Uh, it's just a lot of risk is the problem for me. I think yes. uh, that is the, it's the risk and sort of what you're... Like where you're hurting yourself elsewhere, like they're paying Teddy Bridgewater quite a lot of money. Um, yeah, they now they're paying McCaffrey quite a, a lot of money. Yeah, um, it's not. I mean, to personally, I wouldn't want that much cap space tied up in Teddy Bridgewater and literally McCaffrey. I'm not saying he's not a great player. That's definitely not what it's about. But yeah. any running back, I wouldn't want that money tied up in. Yes, because it's such an interchangeable position. Like yeah. DJ Moore is probably the number one receiver. He, he he might struggle to kind of match that deal McCaffrey's got. Really? Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah, I just I don't know. This isn't for me. This deal. I just don't <laughs> think it's. Uh, I just don't see how it works out. Really. No. Um, there's there's too many red flags there. Like yeah. it, literally any running back would be bad, but someone with his sort of usage over these years is just. I just don't see how that can end up being a good thing. No, no, I agree. Um, like you say, he's he is their offense. He's fun to watch and he's a great player. But yeah, the the risk is huge. Like, so the next guy, McCaffrey's now leads the league. Uh, Gurley's got uh, Elliott's second with fifteen million. McCaffrey's is about sixteen million a year. Gurley's was fourteen. Dave Johnson thirteen. Lev Bell thirteen. Derek Henry and Alvin Kamara are both going to be playing in one on one year deals effectively now. They're going to see this and think, just see dollar signs, aren't they? You'd have thought so. Uh, I'd, if Henry again, produces if, another season like last season, with me, I just yeah, like I'm, I don't want to pay any of them. Even Kamara, I love no. Kamara. I still don't want to pay him. Um, I do think there is 
room to pay a running back if you're in a very specific situation. Maybe you've got a rookie running back. Yeah. You can afford to sort of pay for that I don't know, advantage at the running back position. Because I think that thing of um, not paying running backs, I think people misunderstand why you shouldn't pay them. It's not that mm. paying off, like having one of the best or top five running backs in the league isn't an advantage. It's not that. It's just that you can get pretty close to that with a two million running back and a good system. Yes. That's that's the issue, or or a couple of two million running backs and a good system. You know, it's yeah. that's the problem. The drop off from that to the top player isn't as much as other positions. And running backs, they just break down so quickly. Overnight, they can go from yeah. being a star to nothing, as we've seen with quite a lot of these players who have been mentioned the last sort of couple of minutes. It's uh, yeah, Derek Henry's one that to me that looks like he is a sort of player that will drop off quickly. Just yeah. his style is not sort of it's not going to be beneficial to a long career is it it's uh no, you've got to be a special kind of player to be that that type of running back like a marshall lynch who just kept going and got stronger i don't i don't know if derrick henry is that kind of guy but like you said like chris carson for instance was 200 300 yards off of what zeke elliott did last year he's earning a fraction of what he's yeah. um what elliott's getting paid and you can find these guys everywhere yeah look at the chiefs are a good example they yeah all the running backs they've had over these last, like, what, four or five years? Mm. So, basically, um, Jamal Charles onwards. Yeah. Not many of them have been um, sort of stars or particularly sort of high draft picks or anything, but they seem to produce a running game no matter who they've got there. And Yeah, which is all down to the system, isn't it? You've got a system yeah. that can create lanes for guys. Anyone can run through them. Yeah, like the 49ers. They're probably the yeah. best running team in the league last year. They've got, what, Matt Breeder, R- yeah. um, Raheem Moster, and um, <laughs> Jeff Kevin Coleman. Yeah, yeah, just like four different <laughs> running backs that can that all had like I think they all had hundred yard games or multiple touchdown games. Yeah, the guy they're paying isn't actually playing, Jeremy McKinnon, is he? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's it, you don't like to me. It's just too much risk put into one position that is about as risky as any position in the in the game. Yeah, definitely. Just, that, I think that's it. When it boils down to it, it's just risk reward, and I yes. just think the risk is way too high for what even like the best outcome is. Really, I don't think it's worth the money. No. Let's move on to another risky move. Uh, the Texans have agreed to trade for the Rams wide receiver Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks moves on to another team. This is his fourth team. Yeah, fourth team in five yeah. years. Four years. Yeah. In fairness, <laughs> though, I, I think I like this move. I, I, it's not. I know it's not the dumb thing to say that Texan made a good move, cause, <laughs> and it's not the sort of thing I tend to do. But I like this move because I like him a lot as a yeah. player. Um. He's a special talent. If he if he can stay yeah. healthy and he's not got his injury concerns are just const- um, concussion. Aren't they? Yeah, that's it. But it's not talent. He started out with I think it was his rookie year. Then the next four or five seasons, he had he put up thousand yards yeah. at a time. And like I had a bit of a debate about this when the news first came out with um, the gridiron gents lads. Yeah, and. They were very much slamming the Rams for like the Cooks deal and giving him money as sort of an unproven talent. But the, I just don't buy that he was an unproven talent. He helped, He was a massive part of that um, Patriots Super Bowl win when he was there. He, he had yeah, seven he just touchdowns shown, and a thousand yards in sixteen games that season for the Patriots. Yeah. And like in the other, um, like the seasons with uh, the Rams, the Saints, he was a game-changing player. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's the most consistent, but he's a deep threat. He is that sort of player, but he's probably one of the best deep threats in the league. And when he's on the field, he is the sort of player that can completely change a defense's plan and can change a game in an instant. Yeah. In one play, he can take uh, take it the whole way and 
just completely change things. But he averages fifteen point three yards of reception. It's yeah. a first down every time he catches the ball. <laughs> yeah, and after losing Hopkins, I mean, um, <laughs> that is a. I'm never going to be on board with that deal, but um, <laughs> I think they've done a decent enough job with. I like the Randall Cobb pickup as well. I think Cobb, Cooks, Fuller if he's fit, and Kenny Stills when he's fit. Between them, there's enough there. I guess that's a problem. It's, uh, it's a lot of injured players. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of risky players. But David Johnson's not got the stellarest history of not staying fit as well. Yeah. Yeah. So Cooks in particular, it's hard with concussions because we've yeah. seen. Was it Jovid Best? Was that his name? The Lions yeah, uh, running back. back. He basically he was it was quite a good running back, and yeah. then just basically never played again because of concussions. Yeah. And it is a worry once he, once players start getting these sort of consistent sorry consistent concussions like yeah. Cook seems to be getting. It's I don't know, it's horrible, isn't you can't it, Steve? But from it, can you? No, and I think Luke Keekley, I think part of his reason he sort of retired fairly early was to yeah. do with those concussions. Who was the guy the night? Was it Chris Borland? The Niners used to have a yeah. promising uh, linebacker. Played, played like two seasons, though, didn't he? And then yeah. retired. Just retired out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. But for me, I don't think Cook's talent is anything to do with the issue. And I still don't think the Rams made a bad move in giving him that big deal back then, to be honest. I know yeah. it's not worked out now, but um, it I wasn't bad I, for I, him. No, and I think if you polled sort of Rams fans, then I mean maybe if there's Rams fans out there that disagree with me, feel free to tell me this, tell me I'm wrong. But I would say if you ask Rams fans whether they'd be happy to swap these last couple of years and go back to the Jeff Fisher years of consistent <laughs> sort of seven and nines, or whether they'd be rather have had two, three years of contending to now probably have a good few years of uh, sort of yeah. suffering and sort of cap issues and probably not being one of the better teams in the league, I think they would take that. Because, yeah, personally, I'd rather be up and down and have seasons where we're a real contender than sort of perennial mid-level sort of mid team. Yeah, what is the point of being a fan of a 7-9 team? Like, what, what is in that for you? Yeah, it's... it's, yeah, nothing, it's, it's nothing, there. There's nothing there for that. Yeah. So I th- yeah, I think the Rams will probably get a lot of bad press over this, but I don't think what they did... I, I think there were some moves that were mistakes. Gurley was obviously a mistake. I don't yeah. think... Even at the time, I think most people would have said that, but I still don't kill them for going for it the way they did. I think they, they could have probably structured deals differently and stuff like that to to yeah, do things differently. Yeah, the they've got now is a bit of a yeah going to hinder them for a couple of years. But, but I think everyone that. everyone knew this was coming yeah. a couple of years ago, and even with that season where they went to Super Bowl, mm. that was where it all started. And I mean, yeah. they went to a Super Bowl, and I know it's sort of that thing exactly. of. If if buts and maybes and all that, but there's a lot of teams they never even get there. Yeah, and if they had won that Super Bowl, then they're being praised as one of the, the great teams and one of the like the great sort of moves to yeah. win a Super Bowl, isn't it? But yeah, tough times coming up. But I still don't kill them for it. No, uh, more Rams news is they plan to run a committee at running back uh, after the girly trade. I I don't think this is going to work because for me, Daryl Henson showed really nothing when he did get on the field last year and. Malcolm Brown's Malcolm Brown. I'd still be stunned if they don't end up coming out of this draft with a, a running back. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember all their picks. I think they still got a second. Yeah, I think there's. I think there's. There'll be some. Uh, I think Cooks as well, don't they? Yeah, I think some of them top running backs will still be available in that second round when yeah. they pick, and I'd be surprised if one of them isn't. It? I think part of um, McVay's system is 
around that running back. And yeah. I think they need to get that player because, as you say, um, the running backs they've got right now didn't really show that much. But maybe they're the sort of team that could go and get a Carlos Hyde and mm. or someone like that because, I mean, they worked pretty well with CJ Anderson in that <laughs> run, went to the Super Bowl. So yeah, I would say Hyde is a better player than Anderson. Um, yes. Sort of in their in their sort of respective places, sort of now. And when Anderson was there, I think Hyde's a better player now than Anderson was then. I think they've had similar sort of careers, but I would uh, take Hyde over him. So maybe someone like Hyde could go in there and maybe work with a rookie, or even if it's yeah. Hyde plus those two that are there now. But yeah, I'd be surprised if this is what the running back room looks like come the start of the season for them. Yeah, I'd be concerned if it is. Um... <laughs> The, the Giants have said they're not going to overpay for pass rush help. Um, they had one of the worst defences in the league last year. They've given James Bradbury £14 million plus a year and £10 million plus to Blake Martinez. So they've already overpaid, haven't they? <laughs> and the back yeah. end of that defence. Yeah, I mean, I just... I, I don't... I just don't understand the Giants' moves. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the thing... With them, like so much stuff they do, you like look at it and just I don't know. For, They're that new team, question. aren't they? They're that new team that nothing they do makes any sense to anyone. Yeah, you, yeah, they do stuff. You think oh, I don't, just don't <laughs> quite understand what the hell is going on there. <laughs> yeah, but, I think it's all come off the back of rumours that uh, Clowney was interested in signing for them, who's still on the market and is 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 a uh, value seemingly dwindling the entire time. Yeah, it's weird, Clowney, because I mean, I, I'm sort of glad that teams aren't paying him because I don't think he's necessarily worth that money. But yeah, I wanted him back on the Seahawks, but not for twenty million a year. He, he's such a weird player because I think when we spoke about him, like the free agency podcast that we've done, and yeah. he's obviously come up. I think he is the sort of player that shows up in big games, which is so important. But yeah. so many of them other games, he doesn't show up at all in. You barely even see him. And yeah, three <sighs> sacks last year, and two of them came in one game. Yeah, he's never been, he's never been the most sort of prolific when it's come to sack, uh, sacks, has he? He's, uh, mm. His numbers sort of show up a bit more in the run game, but oh, that's not necessarily what you want to be paying a really expensive edge rusher for, is it, to uh, help in the run game? But I think maybe from the Giants' point of view, they they can see there's some players on offense that are going to need paying soon. Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, if they keep him, they've got Jabril Peppers as well, who's going to need a contract. Yeah, they're yeah they're a weird team. I just none of their moves because other teams make bad moves. Every team makes yeah. bad moves, but quite often you can sort of see the thought process. But with the Giants, so often I don't <laughs> quite understand. So even what what the idea behind it is, you know, which is yeah, that's where my struggles come with uh, Mister Gettleman. Yeah, that's it. There is a weird one. Um, Alden Smith is back in the NFL. Um, yeah. I didn't know this one until you uh, mentioned it before. I, I, this one had completely passed me by. Yeah, he hasn't played since 2015. Uh, he was on the Raiders for until 2018, apparently, but they just, he just didn't play. Uh, he was still part of their roster, but they, they cut him after he was named in a domestic, domestic violence incident. Um, but he's back. He is a cowboy. Has he played for them before as well? I don't know. Did he go there? Because it was 49ers first, wasn't he? And then, yeah. I don't... Oh, he's 30 don't years old now. So long ago now, it feels like, but... I mean, he was a star, wasn't he? He was an he absolute was. star. Yeah. So, I mean, it's he a long time to not play. sacks in 2012 for the Niners. Yeah, that's uh, decent numbers. <laughs> yeah, not bad. He's never played for the... No, he's played for four years for the Niners and one year for the Raiders. When he got five sacks for the Raiders in nine games that, that year. 
it's such a long time to have not played for, but yeah, I guess it's that, it's that position where, I mean, if he gets back in shape, he's not old. No. Um, if he gets back in shape, then I imagine it's sort of position you can quickly relearn and mm. sort of get back to because a lot of that position is about sort of athleticism and yeah. sort, of smart, um, sort of smarts and intelligence and knowing what to do when, isn't it? Which I assume doesn't leave you i imagine you still know what to do so if you can get back in shape then maybe you can make a big impact there yeah maybe a good shout for a comeback player of the year because he was uh sleeping under his car for some nights he said in the the time he's been away from the game so yeah he's had uh, plenty of issues isn't he off the field yes he has yeah duis uh, domestic violence in uh yeah lots of other nasty things i wonder if he's one of these players that um because i feel like he had some issues with like weed and stuff as well, didn't mm. he? I wonder yeah. if he's one of these with a new sort of um, CBA that, basically. yeah, whether like, where they're not testing for it anymore. I'd wonder if he's one that sort of maybe is sort of given some of these uh, players a new lease of life that might not have bothered with it before. Mm. Yeah, I think that could be true. Yeah, or teams might not have bothered with because I mean, yeah. just a waiting waiting to be suspended, really, isn't it? But yeah, when we signed Josh Gordon last year, it was just a matter of time till we got suspended. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully he's back next year. Um, sad news for Seattle fans and NFL fans in general. Uh, Tavares Jackson uh, was uh, pronounced dead uh, in a, from a car crash on Sunday night. Only thirty-six years old. Horrible, wasn't it? Yeah, he was. I mean, he was really the quarterback that was in place when I was became a Seattle fan properly and permanently. Those seven or nine years, he was the guy that was in charge, and he was never well, fast. Oh, it was fun though, wasn't he? He was. He was uh, yeah, he, he was. Uh, he was sort of ahead of his time a little bit, wasn't he? Almost. Yes. His style. I think he was almost the the, the prototype for what Pete Carroll wanted from Russell Wilson. Really, he had a, yeah. a decent run on him, and he could he could throw the ball as well. He uh, it was a fourteen game season he played for us. Uh, Twenty eleven, uh, three thousand one hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns. That's not bad for a, a Seattle team that were very much about the run back in the day. And he got his ring, didn't he? As part of the. Um... Seahawks team, he was the backup then, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the backup to Russ, and he never once lost a coin toss. <laughs> oh, man. He would be the man to send out if he was going to overtime. Send T-Jax out, he'd win the coin toss for you, and uh, your chances are you get a win after that. He was just taking the job as the TSU uh, quarterback's coach uh, at the start of last year as well. So, Just horrible, just horrible news. Yeah, 36 is no time. He had some issues off the field, but yeah, 36 is no age. I'm 36 now, and the thought of leaving... Me dying and leaving my wife and child behind is a uh, tragic, really. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just, oh, it's just horrible. Mm. When the, uh, you almost sort of can't believe them, can you? And then uh, no, yeah, you, you make sure it's from like the real accounts first of all, don't you? Because yes, yeah, quite often yeah. they're not, aren't they? But yeah, this one was, and yeah, just tragic. Yeah, it's been a big outpouring of uh, grief, I suppose, on Seahawks for, uh, Facebook yeah. forums, which shows how much he was liked. It was a yeah, as I say, he seems one of them players that was well liked, but because so many people have had sort of nice things to say about him, haven't they? Mm, yeah. Um, so many things have not had so many nice things to say about the Falcons' new uniforms, though, Dave. I mean, I think we're both on the side that they're not that bad. Yeah, I, I quite nice. like them. Anyone that goes I'm, for an all-white strip is all right with me. The red one isn't my favourite, but I don't think it's that bad. And no. that's... that. So it seems to be the one that people are really focusing in on. But, yeah, the all-white and the uh, all-black, yeah. uh, I think they're really just nice. Just like a flash of red on the side of the pants. They're, it's it's nice. They've got their classic combination with the white pants and the black top as well. 
But yeah, the red into the black, it's it's something a bit different, and I like it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like, I haven't seen many positive reviews from it to, of it, to be honest, <laughs> but I don't mind it. Like, yeah, I think they're fine. Like, they were probably one of my least favorite jerseys before, in fairness, like the, yeah. the, the Falcons ones as they were. But, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I quite like these. I like the ATL part, which sort of uh, ties into the Hawks, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, seems to be sort of an Atlanta thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I like it. I, so the red's not my favourite. If I was a, a Falcons fan, I'm not saying buying the red one. But I don't <laughs> no. I don't dislike it. I think they're fine. Yeah. Um, the Bucks as well have also had a, a redesign. Nothing to do with Brady t- coming into town. Um, it, was, it was planned. But what do you think of these ones? They're better Again, than the old ones. Yeah, I like them. They've basically just gone back to what they were before, haven't they, on the whole? Yeah. They're not <laughs> that different. They're back to sort of the uh, Josh Freeman era of yes. uh, Buccaneers uh, uniforms. Yeah. I mean, they got, rid of the, they got rid of the font, didn't they, which is people's biggest sort of gripe of them. But even that on the old ones, I didn't hate them. <laughs> they looked a bit... <laughs> They're not my favourite in the world, but they, again, I didn't think they were that bad. And like the all red um, Buccaneers ones, like the colour rush ones in the last couple of years, I've, I've always quite liked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's good in that all red. Yeah, I think I think people get a bit too worked. Like I feel like any uniform that gets released, unless it's basically them going back to the old uniform. Yeah, people moan about like I don't have Arsenal and like the bruised banana kit. It's one of my least favourite <laughs> kits of all time. But Arsenal fans just go on about it. It's, it's horrendous and. <laughs> That the um the creams are called jerseys for the Buccaneers. They're oh, so yeah. bad. I hate them. And, yeah. But people just go on about it like they're brilliant. They are so horrible to look at. But <laughs> for some reason, because it's that nostalgia thing, people seem to just act like they're really nice. But yeah, yeah. I'd much prefer these to any. If they got to our rooms, that'd have been brutal. Yeah, those throwback ones. My friend Adam always messaged me like the, the Packers one. He loves it. The like brown thing. Yeah. The like navy and brown. God. Hideous. I mean, Some of the the Steelers one as well. They've got the Bumblebee. I I mean, I'm saying this now, but the Patriots are due to release a new uniform. I think, which I'm really, really hoping is the red throwback one. So <laughs> I'm a bit of a hypocrite here, but yeah, like I wouldn't want that to be the all time. I just like it for that once a season, that red jersey with the white uh, helmets. The Patriots. So like, I do get it. Like, while people like it, but yeah, acting like that orange one is what you'd want, like week in week out, is <laughs> gone. No, that is awful. Yeah, it's people that like the Seahawks color rush ones. What is wrong with people? They're they're, they're absolutely hideous. What are they? The neo? Are they neo all green? Are yeah, they that hideous green. Yeah. The uh, the Seahawks ones when they're the all grey I quite like. Their ones are alright. Yeah, the wolf grey's a nice uniform. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the colour rush ones are fantastic though. We're both big fans of that Saints colour rush, aren't we? Oh, the Saints colour rush is probably my favourite jersey. What I mean, maybe one, maybe one of these when we're uh, struggling for content, we'll do a little Rank joint jerseys. uniform rankings. We'll go from yes. one to thirty-two and join them up and see who comes out on top. Yeah, September's a long time away. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> spoiler: Bengals are probably the number thirty-two. <laughs> Uh, and the Browns, uh, they've had some leaks this week. It looks like they're going back to a more traditional Browns uh, uniform look with um, all white, uh, no, all black, sorry, um, face masks, grills. Lovely. I yeah. mean, we, we spoke about it before, didn't we? I mean, their colours are brown and orange. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> like, you're not going to make them colours good. <laughs> it's No. There's no way them jerseys can ever be nice. I mean, they can be, like we're saying with McCaffrey, the best you can hope for is they're not a disaster. Yes. Yeah, and, the, the white one's the best one because it's got the least amount of orange and brown on it. Yeah, weirdly, like the colour rush one's okay with it, but it's basically all brown with a little bit of orange. But yeah. oh, it's still, it's another one of them where people talk about like it's some great jersey. It's just, it's still like the number sort of twenty eighth jersey in the league or something. <laughs> if that's their thing, it's just not, it's not good. Yeah, didn't 
Isn't it like a five-year period where they have to keep jerseys for that? I'm sure they've they changed those more recently than five years ago. I assume they've relaxed the rules because, I mean, from a league's point of view, I assume changing the jerseys probably brings in every season sales and stuff. Shirts. Yeah, yeah. So I assume from the league's point of view, they'd rather. I don't know if maybe that changed when the night deal come in. God, it's a while ago um, now, yeah. isn't it? The night deal, but I don't know that. when they changed the night. Maybe they changed that. But yeah, I'd have thought. I'm surprised they don't bring out more sort of limited edition jerseys, really. Yeah. They'll have more throwback games. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't. People do like them and people would pay for them. And if yeah. NFL jerseys are, what, 100 quid a pop if you're buying them from official sites? Yeah. So it all depends. There's about 58 different levels, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> you want the ones that they actually see the play in, which I don't know why you'd want the, like, the skin tight ones. Or... Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> a good idea for anyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're an NFL athlete. Steer yeah. clear of those ones. Yeah, so that's, that's why I've got one. Because, yeah. <laughs> The body of an NFL athlete. Unfortunately for me, it's a centre. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very much becoming a defensive tackle in my uh, <laughs> my older age. Used to be almost a tight end style. Um, but yeah, well, um, that's pretty much the news. Oh, one quick one that's just come in. Um, the Packers and the Chargers are going to meet with Jalen Hurts apparently. Oh, yeah. well, we're going to have virtual meetings with him. Obviously, they can't part. They can't really meet meet him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so well, interested in how this draft's going to go. They're going to do a, a, a virtual mock this week, aren't they? Yeah, like I saw, um, I saw someone saying that uh, like it might actually be better. I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was like an athletic article or something. But like I can see that that sort of. I think sometimes in the draft, some of the other stuff around it gets in the way a little bit. It's like yeah. we don't need this to be 18 hours long. Just bash it out in an hour, probably, and yeah, I think <laughs> do we the live same job. For what two hours last draft day, and we got through 10, yeah. 11 picks. Yeah, it was yeah was tough going. I mean, we will be back for that. We'll be back for that live stream, I think, won't we? Because oh, yeah, you know what else is there to do at the moment? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can join us on Facebook and maybe YouTube uh, live during the draft first day. And um, I mean, really, maybe a second day and a third day. I'll do it on myself if Dave's got work the next day. But <laughs> I'll be quite happy to well, sit up and watch it all and. Uh, uh, come and chat with us on Facebook and on YouTube. You can uh, chat along with us, send us questions and stuff. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I, I enjoyed doing it last year, and it was surprisingly popular. I think both of us. I mean, also we hope people would watch. But we were, I think we we're both sort of quite pleasantly surprised how many people did watch that last year. Yeah. So I mean, obviously we're doing something right. I'm not quite sure what it was, but <laughs> we're doing something right. We've, we've we've hopefully had a year of growth since then as well. So those numbers should get yeah. even bigger. So yeah, we'll see. We'll try and find a way of. Uh, Making the graphics and stuff a bit better. Yes, I don't, not not sure how, but uh, we'll do something with it. Yeah, we'll have a look into that. We've got a, a, just over a week now, is it? Ten days. Yeah, yeah. What is it? The twenty fourth. It starts. Yeah, so, yeah I think it's finished on the twenty fourth and twenty seventh. I think it is. Yeah, so yeah, can't believe it's coming by. It's coming around so quick. Yeah, it's here. Need to get need to get on their mock draft before I can't do them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We Start do. mocking twenty twenty one straight after. <laughs> Tune in on the 28th for uh, our early 2021 mock. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely target way too early 2021 mock. That, that, <laughs> that article will be up on Bleacher Report on the 28th. Oh, just you wait. I bet it won't even be that late. I bet, I'm, somewhere <laughs> out there now, there is already a 2021 mock. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> and if not, it's in the drafts, ready to go. Yeah. I, I might <laughs> get one in there now, try and just be the first. <laughs> Do it. You could, yeah, our traffic can just go over the roof. <laughs> um, but yes, we will be back for that. We'll be back with more podcasts before the draft anyway as well. Uh, we've got the quiz on Friday night, um, which just follow our Twitter and Facebook for information on how to get involved with that. Dave's put it all together. 
I mean, there's a lot of work. I'm doing nothing literally all day, and Dave's still working full time and sorting this stuff out. So, just I want to let in a little secret here. I'm uh, pre-recording this quiz. <laughs> it's going out live, but it's uh, pre-recorded just because I don't trust myself with all the live stream <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, right. So I figure if I pre-record, then yeah. just post a video. At least that's one. Yeah, that's one issue out of the way. Then I've just got to worry about the actual streaming side of it going wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm pre-recording tonight, so uh, yeah, big nice. big moment tonight, and, and that's just for my like, my hair grows out even more, and I look even more <laughs> like trampy. I'm I'm like growing a playoff beard right now. Nice. Looking uh, yeah, Ryan Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give it, give it give another couple of weeks in isolation. I will be very Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> well, that's something to look forward to anyway. But yes, um, that's coming this weekend. So make sure you tune in and get involved with that. It's going to be really good fun, and all money raised is going to charity. We're not taking a penny from this, so. It's all for good causes. Yeah, we don't take money elsewhere, do we? So, no, exactly. Love it if someone, could, everyone could donate like anything they can. As I say, even if it's fifty p. Yeah, we've done. This is our eightieth podcast. If you listen to any of these and want to just get involved, and in, it's not for us, but it's, it's a way of saying thank you to us by giving money to charity on our behalf. That's great. Get involved. Twitter and Facebook. First and ten underscore on Twitter and first and ten NFL on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at Rusper nineteen eighty four and Dave on Twitter at DJG twenty three. We'll be back with some more NFL nonsense um, this week. Let's say this week, because I've got nothing else to do, basically. (laughs) It's the Easter holidays, and my daughter's fully aware of Easter holidays, and so is refusing to do any schoolwork this week. (laughs) (laughs) Good on that, I say. Yeah, she's too on the ball. She knows what's going on. Yeah, she's too much on the ball, this kid. Good good in some ways. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Terrible when you're trying to trick her into doing work. Yes, exactly. Oh, Daddy, but it's Easter holidays. I'm not doing schoolwork. Fine. Um, but yeah, we'll be back with more NFL related stuff this week and next week and then live streaming the draft as well. So make sure you tune into that. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you later. <laughs>